everyone. Hello. I'm Erin McClendon. And I'm Katie Thompson. Hopefully you figured out who's who. But in <laughs> case you didn't, now you know. Hopefully it was a fun guessing game for you. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Erin. This is Erin's voice. And this is Katie's voice. There you go. My voice changes a lot, so that should be helpful to you. Just or whoever sounds or it more should like be a very Disney hard. princess. That one's Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably sound like a Disney villain because I have a man. Oh, voice. stop! Look, you do not, Ursula, man voice. Because she was a drag queen. <laughs> Her character was literally inspired by a drag queen. I didn't know that, but now my life makes sense. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they love Ursula so much? Oh my God. I hope, Leslie, my sister, I hope if you're listening, I hope you are dying of laughter right now. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. I know the, the woman who voiced her obviously was not, but the character design was based off of a drag queen. That is amazing. And like the whole like mannerisms and everything. Uh-huh. Fabulous. Drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. There's some random Disney knowledge for you today. Yep. There you go. Slowly but surely turned into like a mini so Disney podcast. <laughs> I know, right? We talk about Disney in every single one of our episodes so far. Again, my life's ambition is to voice a Disney princess. So <laughs> I don't know what kind. And I'm sure I would have to like edit my voice somehow because I'm a little aggressive, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Sorry. Sorry. Name that movie slash play. I have no idea. Oh, it's from West Side Story. What song is that? Uh, it's Who Knows? Uh, Thawney sings it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that was the song I was thinking of. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so uh, today's topic is things to help keep you mindful. What does mindfulness mean to you, Katie? To me, mindfulness means like taking time to like really connect with myself and figure out where am I? You know, Ooh. um, so like, just for example, like this morning, I, I had a million things that I was thinking and I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Very ADD. I, I probably should be medicated. <laughs> and, and I'm like, wait a minute. I got to prioritize. I got to figure out what has to come first. And so I had to take a second and write out my to-do list and go, okay, this is how you're going to tackle all these things today. And, and that's just on a pro professional standpoint. If, if we're talking about like a, a personal thing, um, lately I've been getting over a sinus infection. And so I've not been sleeping very well because I lay down and it drains and I'm coughing and I'm exhausted. And so one thing that I've been trying to do better about is getting to bed at a much better time so that I can wake up and actually feel refreshed enough to to get some stuff done. And so I had to I had to really do like a check in with myself because I was just staying up watching Netflix, watching Outlander and, you know, just like 
kind of resigning myself to the fact that if I lay down, I'm going to cough and I'm not going to sleep. So why would I, you know, why try? And finally, I was just like, your body's exhausted and not recovering because you're not sleeping, you dumbass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just basically like I kind of, you know, I had to make a plan. I went and got some melatonin and you know, and it's just, it's been helping and I'm, I'm sleeping more. So I, for me, just mindfulness is like remembering to stop and check in with different mm -hmm. parts of your life, you know, not just like the personal stuff, not just the professional, all of it. Yeah. How yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, it's being focused mm -hmm. and kind of like what you said on like a personal level and also on a professional level. Um, what I, I actually learned this when I was doing Mary Kay as like a full-time beauty consultant, Mary Kay, or she learned this from somebody, but it's the six most important things list. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the day, you write down the six most important things you have to do that day and you get those done. If you don't get them done, then you take whatever's left and put it at the top of the next day. Yep. And so for me, my, like, it was one of those things where I would make like a six most important things list and then another one. <laughs> and then I would get overwhelmed and frustrated that I didn't finish my to-do list. So I've actually started like writing into my planner. Okay. Here's what you have to do today. Here's the chunk of time you have to do it. Yep. And like, so on Fridays, what I'll do is I'll look at the next week and I will see, I'll look, okay, so you have a lesson from this time to this time. You have a rehearsal from this time to this time. Here are your open chunks of time. Right. And so I will plan, like I'm an avid planner and I also love a planner, like a physical planner. Yep. I love color coding. I love stickers. I am very motivated by both. <laughs> so, so my planner is covered in stickers and reminders and colors and all these things. And it helps me like figure out what I need to do that day. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, this is this day. And if I need to move stuff around, I can move stuff around. Sure. But like, so for example, today, um, when we finish this, I put it in my calendar to go run an errand. And then after that, I'm going to finish laundry. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I'm doing today. Cause those are two very big <laughs> tasks. <laughs> laundry is a task. Yeah, it is. Um, it's an important task. It is an important task. Otherwise I, we just smell bad. Yeah. Um, but also like prioritizing, like when you're going to work out and then shower. Yep. And those kinds of things. Like as you get older, those things are harder to prioritize. Yeah. Truth. Not even that. It's just like harder to schedule. So I do that. And then on Monday I open it up and I leave this whole blank page, uh, not blank page, but blank section in my planner. And I write in either an affirmation or a quote to get me through the week that mm -hmm. I can just keep referring back to. And I also have a dry erase board with my weekly schedule that I write affirmations and quotes on. Yeah. So that helps me like focus any, everything. Cause like you, like I too, I I've never been diagnosed with ADD, but like, I feel like everybody has a little bit of it. Agreed. You know, especially like creatives. Yeah. Um, and that's not to discount anybody who does have serious ADD. No, not at <laughs> who all. needs to be medicated for it, but like, it's really hard to focus Yeah, because we're right brained. And so a lot of what we do, like it's creative and it's just like this, like watercolor smear of stuff. That over is a here. fantastic analogy. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's not just like color-coded things, post-its, lists. It's watercolors. Yeah. That's yeah. how we see tasks and projects. Truth. 
taking all those colors and separating them out into like color-coded tasks, lists, helps us out a lot. Physical yeah. things we can see rather than just like keeping it up here. Cause I can't, yeah, I simply cannot. Um, but to that point, like affirmations. Yeah. And I'm- just like taking a moment and breathing. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Truth. Um, what is the name of that podcast that you follow? It's just like five minute affirmations. Yeah. It's affirmations, babe. Affirmations, babe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's specifically for women. Um, cause it's called affirmations, babe. Um, but I mean, anybody can listen to it, but it's been really great. I've really enjoyed, uh, like just picking a random one that day and then saving the ones I really like. Yeah. Cause affirmations aren't just like a one-off thing. If you need to re-listen to them or say them again to yourself, then say them again. Yeah, absolutely. I've got, um, I've actually got like this doc on my uh, desktop and every once in a while, I will actually make it my home screen so that I'm forced to look at it every day. And sometimes it's, it's the same affirmation for, you know, a while. And other times I'll like, I'll actually go into Google <clears throat> and Pinterest, you know, a couple of affirmations and then pop that onto the desktop, you know? Yeah, um, dude. But a friend of mine, and I just, I just remembered this. She sent me this app called fabulous. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. So it is a it's kind of, it's a mindfulness app truthfully that's really what it is and so like things that you can control your sleep routine how do you speak to yourself who do you follow in social media what do you eat your mindset the way you treat others your level of honesty your outlook and how soon you try again after you fail these are like Ooh. yeah right so um i'll send you the code for it but i think that i'm really going to dive into this app because we have a lot of goals this year, Aaron. Yeah. And and it's going to be really easy for us to get diverted and, you know, just kind of go off tangent and lose sight of those and I want to I want to do better about sticking to these goals that we have set forth. Mm-hmm. Um which I think we're in a really good place to do that, but being mindful about those goals and mindful about and this is a personal thing why I react in certain situations the way that I do, you know, and, and changing that behavior. So yeah, that's, that's a big one for me. I think a big one for a lot of people, and I've been trying to do this more and more is like that self-speak that you were talking about. And also like when you react to something, how do you react to it? Like, do you react to it immediately or do you take a beat? Right. And I think taking a beat is so important and it's not natural. It's not intuitive (laughs) to our beings. We are reactive beings. And so just like taking a second and thinking about what you're about to say Mm -hmm. before you say it, Yeah, like take a hint from Thumper's mother. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yes. (laughs) And the thing is like, you, it's not like you can't like, I mean, you shouldn't insult somebody, but if somebody is insulting you, you, it is within your right to respond. Sure. Absolutely. But Fighting fire with fire usually does not work. Truth. Maybe fighting fire with water to put it out. Yeah. (laughs) Just, you know, that analogy, but also like with self-speak, I've, uh, I was hanging out with somebody recently and they used the word fail a lot. And I realized I don't use that word that much. And this isn't like a pat on the back. It's just like when she said it, it like jarred me. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, that's a big word. 
yeah. calling something a fail or a failure. It's like, did you actually fail or did you just like learn how to not do it? That. Or, or is it that big of a deal that you're going to call it a failure? Right. Like, is it that important to you? Because yes, failing is part of life, but also like turning the perspective into, I didn't fail. I just learned a thousand ways not to do it. It's just, it's so important, especially we as creatives and, and musicians and songwriters, like we can't sit there and be like, Oh, well that failed or <laughs> oh, I failed there. Like I get, it's funny to say, but also like, don't say that about yourself. Like, Oh, my bad. Right. I used to have a volleyball coach who, um, like my bad was the, it just came out as a phrase when we were in middle school, uh-huh. not came out, but like it started to surface and everybody was like, Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. My, my bad. <laughs> and cause it's volleyball, you know, when a fo- ball falls, the other team scores the point. <laughs> so you, you miss or you whiff my bad. Our coach got on us and he said, I stop it. I want you all to stop saying my bad. Cause we're middle school girls. We're already like picking ourselves apart enough. Right. Right. And so he said, I don't want you to say my bad. I want you to say I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And so anytime we said my bad, he'd go up oh, and we'd have to go, I'm good. And just like shout, I'm good. Yeah. And it was like, at the time I was like, this is stupid, right. but like, you know, I was 12, I was 13. Uh, but now it's like, oh, that was a really great life lesson. Yeah. That's a wonderful life lesson. And um, like, if you mess up, like, obviously like apologize. But don't turn it into like this internal struggle with yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so one of my band members, um, Brian, he he has a wonderful group of girls. Like he's a wonderful father. And um, he said something to me once about how the word can't is not allowed in his household. And if you yeah. say the word can't, you owe him five push-ups. And I'm like... I don't like that. <laughs> well, that's, you know, well, and I'm thinking like marching back to my marching band days, like, you know, push-ups were a way of life for anybody that made a mistake, like a drummer, because, you know, <laughs> we're just dicks. And <laughs> so, so I'm like, actually, that's, it's a really good incentive. If you don't want to do push-ups, don't say the word. But at the same time, it forces you to realize you probably can. Yeah. And so I've been, you know, I've tried to be a little bit more mindful about saying the phrase, oh, I can't do that and challenge myself to, to try and then find out, yeah, I absolutely can. Yeah, you know, absolutely. One of my, and, and, and if we keep talking about this, we'll be here for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> one of my, uh, one of my favorite, uh, celebrity trainers, as we all know, Aaron Opria, always says, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. So it's one of those things where it's like, are you actually stopping because you physically can no longer move or are you stopping because it hurts (laughs) because you're in pain? Right. (laughs) And like, sometimes you got to listen to your body on that one. Like if I keep going, will I break a bone (laughs) or like, will I die? Right. Or if I keep going, will I feel accomplished? That kind of thing. Yeah. So Guys, take that with you into the weekend. Be nicer to yourself. One um, of again, one one more thing. Would you say that to your five year old self? Ooh, 
would you talk to five-year-old Katie that way? Would you talk to five-year-old Aaron that way or 13-year-old Aaron or 16-year-old Aaron or even 20-year-old Aaron? Yeah. Like think about who you were in the past and what words hurt you the most. Uh You shouldn't be saying those words to yourself. I'm going to cry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's awesome. I love that. Because I, I, I feel like the rest of the world needs to jump on that train and go, would I have said that to my 15, year, 16 year old self? Because, you know, I don't think enough people think about that. Listen, little Erin was a fragile little flower. <laughs> she dropped, she cried at the, at the, at the pin drop. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, mostly because I was so damn shy, Sure. but like everything scared me. I was terrified of everything. Um, but like, as you got older, like, and you got more confident, but you were still scared to make those choices. Like what made you cry? What upset you? And if those are things that you're doing to yourself now, stop, stop. You don't Absolutely. need to do that. No. So guys, this, this got a little bit more Oprah, like than than music (laughs) but we just hope these episodes bring you joy we hope they bring a little motivation going into your weekend and we'll we'll talk about music we promise we just thought everybody could use a little extra paradox jukebox in their lives well why not you know and i mean truthfully everything that we've talked about today yeah it's a little on the ted talk side but (laughs) it it still applies. It applies to your music career. It applies to you as a as a human. So yeah. I I like Aaron. I hope everybody takes something away from this, even if it just changes your perspective a little bit. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.